You're listening to the Leaders of the Future podcast, where we believe the leaders of the future are the students of today. Welcome to episode 45, where we continue our series on leading yourself well. And today we look at when to say yes and when to say no. We hope you enjoy. Hey, everybody. Welcome to another episode of the Leaders of the Future podcast. And I am Julian from The 19 Project, joined as always by the dainty yet decisive Joel Bagnall from Axe wow. Generation. <laughs> dainty. <laughs> I don't know if I am either of those things. I don't know if I'm, uh, that's actually is true. I'm not decisive on whether I'm decisive right now. <laughs> you're, you're indecisive about that. Yeah. Hey. Dainty indecisive. <laughs> I, I speak that. that prophetically over you. There you go. Thank you. Hallelujah. The decisive <laughs> Rece- part, not the dainty. Re- receive it today. Yeah. So how are you, Joel? How are you doing? You know, I'm, I'm doing pretty good. Thanks, Julian. Um, yeah, you know, we're coming up to summer, right? And there's all, all sorts of talks and dreams about, um, uh, holidays and whatnot. And just what a beautiful time to be alive. Yeah, apparently so. Summer in the UK, we have it for about three days. Yeah. So we have to make the most of it when it happens. Everything else comes to a standstill, but it's the sunshine today. So I've got my t-shirt on, um, I haven't got shorts on, but you know, that's all it takes in this country is a little bit of sunshine. And we're we're out going. Come on, catch some um, some rays in that. Hit sense. me with but, it, yeah. But uh, hey, so we're going to continue our conversation, aren't we, today about um, leading ourselves well? That's for sure. And um, I'm enjoying this conversation as we go through. And last week I left people with the scripture from Proverbs chapter one, and we kind of uh, kind of talked about the five things we're going to look at, and so. Today, I guess we're, we're hitting on the first of those, and that is learning how to say no. Yeah, no. I don't want to. Um, because this, let me just, uh, I'll go back and just remind people. The scripture, Proverbs 1 verse 10, it says, um, My son, if sinners entice you, do not consent. And so for us as leaders, how can we lead ourselves well? We need to learn to not consent. We need to learn how to say no. And um, even just saying that word no makes me think of when my kids were little. Um, said I said no a lot then when my kids were little <laughs> to <Yeah>. them. Um, <laughs> and they said no a lot uh, as well back, I'm sure. I'm sure they did, yeah. So something happens from when we're, when we're kind of toddlers and stuff, arguing with our parents when they say no and we say no in reply, that when we get older, we seem to struggle with saying no possibly to the right things. I guess that's kind of how we're looking at it today in regards to there are some things that we should say no to. Mm. But for some reason or other, we find it easier to say yes. Yeah. I, like I just said yes then. <laughs> <laughs> you did. <laughs> I, was, I was waiting. I was waiting for a little bit more. But you, you, you oh, didn't, yeah, yeah, yeah. You of didn't, course. You didn't, you, didn't, you didn't give any more. So I didn't take did, the bait. No, no. So saying saying yes when we should say no. Why why do you think that's such a difficult thing or so there's something that perhaps we get the wrong way around? Yeah, of, of course there's a lot of a lot of layers and factors to this. But the thing that surprises me about this actually uh, it is it is it is more of an issue than people realize when it comes to leadership. Um, to be to be uh, honest, th- this is a is a topic that I know some of our listeners um, are waiting to hear the whole 
uh, yeah, yeah, it's good. I'm glad if you're if you're listening, you guys know who you are. It's a question that's come <laughs> up a few times around the whole things, the whole thing around boundaries and saying yes and saying no. Um, uh, it it is fun, it's fundamentally um, a challenge because it feels good to say yes. I mean, how many how many layers could you pick on this? It's like every topic, but it feels good to say yes, and we like saying yes to people because we like being liked. Um, we also, if you're a leader, you know, you're probably a leader because you like accomplishing things or you like getting things done. You like affecting change. Uh, and when you say yes to things, maybe there's a psychology to it that, yeah, I'm, I'm about to make a difference or I'm about to help. Or even if you're a servant, even if you're a brilliant servant minded leader, uh, you can get trapped in this cycle of saying yes, because you're serving, but, um, Sometimes you're not serving yourself and you're de- if you're not serving yourself, you're not serving other people either by running yourself ragged or um, making the wrong prioritization. There's, there's so much in it. There's psychology to it. Yeah. Uh, there's heart to it. And then there's uh, prioritization and resource management to it as well. I mean, take your pick, Julian. How many... <laughs> How many reasons can we talk about? (laughs) Love it, love it. I mean, obviously in the last episode, I kind of talked around the five things and saying that the reason we we need to put some some non-negotiables, I guess, or or practices in place for us is it's about protecting ourselves and our future and our God-given future. So sometimes maybe we think in saying yes means we're we're aiding our God-given future. It's an opportunity. So and it looks amazing. So therefore, we should go for it. But sometimes in the midst of that, there's this, uh, we've got to create or develop this ability to be able to go, actually, no, this is a great opportunity, but no, it's not for me. And um, maybe we struggle to say no because we don't want to let people down. Mm. Or we might feel like we're letting people down. So again, it is that psychological aspect to it, isn't it? That um, as much as saying yes makes us feel good and perhaps people go wow that person's amazing they always say yes they always they're always in they'll always give everything a go but it you i don't know can you just say yes to everything uh, i guess eventually you're going to overwhelm yourself so maybe we don't say no because we don't want to let people down or we'll feel like we're not taking the opportunity and we're going to miss out that fear of missing out is obviously a massive um cultural thing isn't it so yeah. yeah, you're right. The psychological aspects, personal stuff, fear, failure, not moving forward, all of those things. But leading well means learning how to say no, how mm. to say no and do that well, but also to say no to the right things. Yeah. Um, do, I, I mean, let me ask you, I'll ask you a question. I like ask asking you. questions. Yes. But, do you have, I like to call it a yes, no story. Do you have a story of when you said yes, but you should have said no? <laughs> Why are you smiling like that? I just, because oh, I, I, I know if you're anything like me, there's, there's, uh, we'd be here a long time. Yeah. I mean, what, what I was going to say before was you can't, we can't tar everybody with the same brush. Uh, let's, no. let's put it that way. Yeah, like, there are, I have met some people actually in Scandinavia, believe it or not, who their default setting is actually to say no. <laughs> like it's like getting them to say yes is a whole other different issue. Uh, but I would say the vast majority of people um, struggle with this. And I am that person 
in in a uh, complete moment of vulnerability. And if Helena, my wife, was sitting here next to me, she would say, "This is still, still your biggest growth area." And it's it's um, it's it's really hard for me to pick out one. To be honest, one yes no story because I have so many of them. To be honest, Julian, so many of them where I know I should have said no, um, but I said yes because I didn't want to let them down, or because I felt like I was being lazy. I felt like I wasn't taking responsibility. I felt uh, unproductive. You know, like I felt guilty. All of these things. Um, or actually, to be honest, one of my problems has been is that I, I lost touch with prioritization. Um, I've unfortunately, there's been times where I've said yes to ministry commitments or preaching gigs. <laughs> gigs, it's such a bad way to, I don't know what else, uh, a ministry opportunities to travel when I know I should have said no just to be with my family. Um, you know, I, I've gotten a lot better at that. And the only way to get around that is to be better planned and better prepared. But I mean... Uh, yeah, there's so there's so many, Julian. So so many, and we don't have enough time to talk about that. But I, I assume you asked the question because you have a good yes no story. I'm, I'm I'm like you. Hey, we could. There's a long list, and I'm pretty sure, like yourself, if Karina, my wife, was in, she'd say she'd take over the airwaves and go. I can give you a few um, times when he said yes, when he should have said no. But the big one for me uh, before I worked for church, I was an independent financial advisor, and um, I was actually pretty good at it, but um, if I say so myself, uh, a good a good display of confidence. I know, there, yeah, you know, you should you should recognise what you what you're good at. Um, but so in, in the midst of that, I had um, an accountant who referred clients to me, which was great. And then one day he came and we had a meeting, and he asked if I would want to come and help him set up his own financial services. And so I was 28, so you're going back a few years. And in all honesty, I was quite excited about the prospect of being able to do it. I was going to be my own boss. The opportunity looked good. The forecasts looked amazing. Um, you know, so I was thinking maybe this is the moment where I get to kind of, I don't know, take that. Well, it's not just the next step up, but kind of quite a leap up to be the main man and uh, do well for my family financially. It all looks fantastic and um, to be honest we did the right thing we asked quite a lot of people and we definitely prayed about it good people in my world told me what they thought um and we prayed and then we said yes but in reality we we should have said no because it was the worst decision i've ever made in my life on it was like a ni nice new shiny thing that was going to produce incredible results and what is it they say that if something looks too good to be true probably is it probably is <laughs> but uh my i guess my excitement my naivety my um excitement of kind of yeah making quite a lot of money I overtook actually taking the time out to hear from god properly and so i said yes and very soon what came out was there were other people involved who i didn't know about and i always describe the end of this as like metaphorically okay this didn't happen literally like being in a in a fast car and them throwing me out of the vehicle while it was still moving and they just wow. dropped off wow um and so i learned a valuable lesson that actually there are sometimes however good things look you should you shouldn't be saying yes to them 
And so I guess that's where this principle then came in of, I need, I need to take more care. Some, there's some stuff I should just not go with. There's some stuff, however good it looks, I should, I should let it pass me by and trust actually that God can do what he needs to do because the end was pretty ugly. It wasn't an experience that I would want to go through or want others to go through because I ended up being a financial advisor then with no clients and no income, thinking to myself, now what do I do? <laughs> so it was quite brutal. Mm. Um, it was, yeah, it was a, it was a tough lesson to learn that sometimes we say yes when we should say no. I've stunned you into silence. You have, yes. <laughs> yeah, I just, yeah, I just uh, a part of my, uh, <laughs> part of my life is sort of uh, flashing before my eyes in some of these stories. I, I think this is, a, this is such a deep, um, not deep, it's all deep and philosophical. No, I think, there's so much more to unpack in this because um, it is a difficult nuance to know when when to say yes, when to say no. Um, it, it's, it actually takes time. It really takes time. It takes mistakes. Uh, it takes a lot of self-realization but also clarity. Um, and learning are just some short tips that come to mind for some of the young leaders listening getting clarity from your leaders and getting clarity from the people you are already responsible for will help you learn uh, when to say yes and when to say no. Uh, but also um, being clear on where you want to go, what your personal goals are and what you're aiming for in life. And then what we'll talk about in the next episode is what are your core values? You know, Your core values decide on what you should say yes and what you should say no to. Um, because knowing what is important is at the is really at the the key of all decision making. That's really at the heart of it all. So uh, it is it is a big topic, and I, I'm thinking maybe Julian, we can dig down deep into this um, in some future episodes, perhaps. Yeah, because I know people may be screaming at their device, going, "But how do I know when to say yes?" And when to say no, how, how do I work that out? And like you say, we, we'll give you a, a, perhaps a, a tool when we talk about core values. But I think everybody has a yes, no story like that. Or if you haven't had one yet, you will have one mm. in the future. Because like you say, we're going to make mistakes. But it perfectly illustrates this tension that we're all going to encounter at some point of I've got to make a decision. Do I say yes or do I say no? And actually, when I reflect on my story, that was in 1998. I was 28 years old. In about 2012, Karina and I were asked to, to do something um, within the uh, organization that we're part of that actually, when I reflect on it, we said no to that when it would have been very easy to say yes but it's only from previous experiences when you've said mm. yes, when you should have said no, that you actually yeah. go, I know we're getting pressure put on us to say yes here and that it might really work out very, very well for us. But you know what? There's just something in here inside of us that is telling us no. And even though in 2012, thankfully when we said no, others went, phew, because if you'd have said yes, we'd have, we'd have gone with you kind of thing. Um, and it would have it would have ended what we were doing at that time, and it would have been a completely yeah we would have had to completely trust in God, which I, we should be doing anyway. 
<laughs> you know what I mean? But it's, but it's that, it's that, it is that dichotomy, isn't it? I'm like, man, this we're yeah. too good an opportunity. Pressure put on us. Don't want to let people down. Don't want to upset yeah. you. And we we can feel forced into a situation where we end up going. Well, okay, then if you think that's the best thing for us to do, mm. then then we'll just do it. And so there's this tension in here of when do I say yes? When do I say no? How do I know which is the right answer? Yeah. Well, to all, to all of the practicalities and filters and all of those kind of things, I think uh, if I could put a finger on a little bit of that story, uh, <laughs> sometimes the voice of God in our life is from the spiritual element. Uh, it's important as, as Christian leaders to, to listen to the voice of God and, and sometimes respond to those promptings, you know, uh, no, uh, this isn't a good path for you and, and being prayerful in those things. Because at the end of the day, when we all pass on uh, and go to be with the Lord, uh, he's going to ask us, you know, did you did you accomplish what I put you on earth to accomplish? Did you do what I asked you to do? And that is the ultimate filter. That is the ultimate lens, I guess, to live our lives through. Uh, you know, is this is this good? Yeah, that's fine. But is it actually what God wants me to do? And that's a big key in all of this as well. Wow, we got deep and philosophical there, didn't we? I mean, yeah, I'm not I'm not dismissing the truth of that mm. because it, because it is what God's put in our hands for us mm. to do. And I mm. guess although we're going to talk about those five things we mentioned in the last episode individually, mm. they mm. all work together to help mm. us to lead ourselves well, to flourish, and to be and become the people that God wants us to become and to be. Mm. Um, I, I was just thinking there as well, obviously in the whole what to say yes to and what to say no to. There are some things that we should say yes to. Yeah. If you're married, you, you should say yes to your wife. Is, is that, Very is that true. Good, good advice. Whatever you, re- it, you rarely go wrong when that's your policy. <laughs> whatever it is, just say yeah. yes. Yeah. <laughs> um, but your the presence of God, the Word of God. You know what? What is God asking of of us? What is God saying to us? His lives in our hands. These are things that we should be saying yes to because we've given our life to Jesus and we're following Him. And I think, like we've said in previous episodes, out of the health of that first relationship, everything else is influenced. So mm. there's definitely some stuff to say yes to, um, as much yeah. as we joke about saying yes to our wives. But it's making the time and creating the space to to hear God and to be able to respond to Him in the right way. Um, so yeah, it, it, it's attention. Like you're you're right. We we could dig a lot deeper. But I've I've got a little exercise for people to do that doesn't involve any jumping about or stretching or anything like that. It, it just involves a pen and a piece of paper and literally drawing a line on that piece of paper and at one end um, putting yes and at the other end putting no and kind of just asking yourself this question, where are you on the yes-no spectrum? So are you? do you tend more towards just saying yes or do you tend more towards saying no? And hey, there's no right or wrong answer, but I just think it's a really simple exercise to go actually, yeah, I'm, I'm more of a yes person. And like we've said, there's nothing wrong with that necessarily. But if you always go with yes, eventually you're going to say yes when you should have said no. And then on the other side, if you're always a no person, sometimes you should have said yes. And so it just is a good, for me, it's just a good um, kind of, I I don't know what the word is, um, 
illustration, a, a reckoner of where I might be to kind of begin that conversation or reflection to go, okay, where do I need to change and how do I need to do that? I think it's a really helpful tool, Julian, uh, to be able to reflect over that. Because like I said before, um, I would say the majority of people maybe are yes people, but there actually are some who are, are no people. And there is so much in this, like we talked about, the spiritual element, the psychological, the organizational, all of those things. But the good first step is to maybe get that piece of paper out and uh, have a think and put yourself somewhere on the spectrum because that's going to be – uh, a great uh, a great moment for you to take a step back and go, okay, where do I start uh, in working out my priorities and working out how much do I need to invest in this? Thanks so much for listening today. We hope it inspires you and empowers you on your leadership journey. If you want to find out more about The 19 Project or Axe Generations, why don't you head to the19project.com or check out Acts Generations on Instagram or Facebook. We'll see you next time.